listening to Mermaid for This Podcast with your host, Desiree Reinhardt. Tune in each week for a new episode featuring topics from self-development, entrepreneurship, creativity, and being the kick-ass boss that you are. So listen up and listen in because it's about to get real. After all, you were made for this. Here's your host, Desiree Reinhardt. I'm your host, Desiree Reinhard. Today's podcast is sponsored by the original Scrapbox. Show notes are found in the description and on my website, mermaidforthis.com. Thank you so much for all of your positive feedback. I'm so, so, so sorry for the delay. Life just simply got in my way and I needed to take a little break for myself. Hope that's okay. My hopes in featuring this next creative and unique individual is to spark something within you to drop what you're doing and step outside your comfort zone. Today's guest is someone that I have followed since my earliest days at Made by Mermaids, introducing Sophie from Salt Hippie. She's a wife and a mother of two living in North Carolina. Her wall art transforms ordinary rooms into coastal sanctuaries. Her work is breathtaking and she is very unique. To say she is talented is a complete understatement, so let's get right into it. My name is Sophie Castellanos, and I'm the creator of Salt Hippie, and I take shells and whatever you can find on the beach, and I create them into large and small inspirational pieces. Um, at the same time, my children are with me, and we talk about the ocean, and we talk about how, it, um, how important it is, and we pick up trash, and I share that as well as my message for my company. Wow, that's so nice. I didn't know that. That's really, really sweet that you do that. Um, so I guess, when did you first realize that you were creative or artistic? I, I've always been this way. Um, my mother used to have, she's very creative as well. And she used to, we used to do projects with her all the time, make cards and jewelry and paint and sand art. You know, remember the colored sand art? We used to yeah. do all of that stuff. And when I didn't live with her, so when I wasn't with her, I was, I was coloring or writing poetry or anything. I mean, making things out of stick and dirt, just, I've always been very creative. Yeah, that's really nice. Um, so where did you learn these techniques? Um, uh, making like home decor. So you, you're self-taught. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very nice. Very nice. Um, so I guess, how do you balance being a wife? and a mother all while running your own little side business? Um, do you find it difficult? It, it is sometimes. And yeah. when I, when I get frustrated, I realize that I'm off balance and the off balance is it's inside of me. It's within right. me. It's not, it's not the family. It's not that I don't have enough time. It's, I'm trying to do too much of my business and I'm forgetting why I'm at home and I'm at home because I want to be with my kids and I want to be with my family. And I love my business very much, but these kids are going to grow up and my husband's going to get older. And tomorrow you don't know what's going to happen. You you have no idea. So when I get frustrated, I remind myself why I'm doing this and that my family comes first. Right. But, um, we try, we try to use different things to balance everything. So like, um, I use Amanda Hedgepest's, uh, life list. 
Yeah. And I use a planner, which has, it was really hard to learn how to use a planner because as a creative, you're all over the place. So yeah. the planners helped me. Um, this year I started using Cultivate What Matters Power Sheets and it's, it's a life changer. It has been wonderful. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, That's you, really, really nice. Um, no, yeah. I, I haven't used that before, but I'm definitely going to look into it. Um, do you think that, have your kids like become creative because they see their mother doing it every day? I want to say yes, but I feel like they've, they're all, they're creative. I think they're born creative. Yeah. Um, my oldest has been coloring and sorting and doing all these things since she was really little. Yeah. And my youngest is with me all the time. So I, I know, I mean, she does what I do. Yeah. That's really nice. I think it's cool to see, you know, you love what you do. You're passionate about it. It's so nice to see, you know, if your kids are going to follow in your footsteps or are they going to be doing their own path? I mean, it's really nice. Um, have you always been drawn to the ocean specifically or is it just like nature? Or? I think the ocean specifically. Yeah. Um, I always wanted to be an astronomer and an oceanographer when I was a kid, but I don't like school. So <laughs> I just, college is not my thing. I just, I get bored. I have, I think it's ADD. I don't know if I'm ADD or not, but I just, the same repetition just drives me crazy. Like I just, I just feel my face melting. Just, I mean, I can't. So the ocean I think has just hit me harder when I see something about the ocean. I'm completely in awe by the animals, by seeing people diving and interacting with these creatures and the yeah. colors and the shells. I mean, nature made this Absolutely. and it's so beautiful. I know it's so, it's such an amazing thing. I've always been drawn to the ocean. I think that's why I kind of like always say I'm like a mermaid soul because yes, I've just always been so drawn to it. Um, I'm curious, how is, um, do you collect your sea glass in North Carolina where you live or do you order your sea glass? Do you go elsewhere to find it? I get most, I get it here. Uh, when I was in Guam, I have a bunch from Guam. And when I was in California, I also have a bunch from California. And then I find a lot of it here. So I have a lot of sea glass yeah. from, when you were from in, coming. When you were in California, did you go to the sea glass beach? I think it's in San Francisco. Yes. Or um, Fort Bragg. Fort Bragg yeah. Mm-hmm. We did go. I went once. It was so beautiful. is, it, is it, was, it what everyone says it is? Because I've always wanted to go. It is, but it's not like, well, the day that I went, it wasn't like the pictures where it's just no. glass. Um, it is, but it isn't. It's not right. as much glass as in the pictures because I, from what I've read, a lot of people have been taking all the glass, yeah. but it could have been the tides. It could have been right. different things. So yes, you'll pick up a handful of rocks and there'll be so much sea glass, but it wasn't like the pictures exactly. Right. Yeah, no, I'm very always, close. I've always wanted to go. I mean, I see the pictures online and I was always curious if it's like that. It's uh, very close. Yes. So... Um, so back to the sea glass topic. Um, so I'm in New Jersey and honestly, for a while, when I first started my business, it was like right after hurricane Sandy happened, all the sea glass had washed up onto the shores and it was so easy to find it. And it's just so hard 
to find it here now, it's just crazy. So it's nice that you're able to still collect sea glass. I wish it was as abundant here. Um, so how has social media influenced your business, whether it be good or bad, because I have been following you since, I mean, forever ago, we've been following each other, um, and your pictures, everything is just so captivating. So how do you think that social media has helped you and influenced you, whether it be negative or positive? For the most part, it's been really good. Um, it's made me grow as a, a business owner. I've had to learn how to use social media to, to bring in more traffic and how to make my pictures better, right. um, how to interact with people. Uh, I've met a lot of wonderful people. I mean, so many good people. And I think I've only had like two nasty comments from somebody on Instagram out of like the five years. So I've been very lucky. Um, But then there's, you know, there's the bad where you're on Instagram and you're like, I want that. I want that. I want to look like that. I want my business to be like that. You know, that comparing and yeah, that hard. that's that's an internal thing you know that's yeah. something that you have to catch yourself doing and tell yourself this isn't this isn't real you know these are little squares on real, the phone yeah. that's not really real and even the people you interact with they're real but they're not you know you just turn your phone off and it all goes away right so you know all of this stuff is very internal you just gotta when you feel upset and you feel wrong or you, you feel a negative emotion, you have to realize why, where it's coming from and try to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think for a while I was on like a social media. I used to look at it like it was such a great thing and it still is. Um, but it's very hard to stay authentic and be unique because everybody almost just like mimics each other. And for a while there, like I unfollowed a lot of people because I was like, not Mm -hmm. because I didn't like them or I didn't support them, but because I needed my own mental space. Yes. So I can understand what you're saying. And it's just, I think it's really, it's difficult to be supportive of other businesses, but then also understand that you need to have your own style and and things like that. Absolutely. Um, and that's what I really like about your business. I feel like you're very authentic to yourself. You're very unique. Um, you're, I think your decor is unlike any I've ever seen. It's really special. So you're doing a great job with that. Thank you. You're welcome. So I noticed, um, I went back in your Instagram. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, just because I was looking for some topics and questions. And I noticed that you mentioned that you were in the Navy, which is so cool. So, <laughs> Thank you. That's like so Aww. badass. Like, I can't even believe that. It's just nuts. Um, so what was that like for you? It was hard. Um, yeah. I joined the Navy because I lived in California and it was just, it was too expensive to start and do anything. Right. Um, and I was, I was, very tomboyish and I was like well if guys can do something like that I can do something like that yeah. and then I was like well I want to be a welder and they were like no you don't and I'm like yeah yeah <laughs> you know I want to be a welder and I joined as a welder and I was just one of the guys and it was very vulgar and gross and then I just started to get older and I got pregnant and had a kid and I changed and became a woman and like you know, I started getting treated differently because I had to take care of my kid and had right. appointments and, you know, 
I wasn't one of the guys anymore and yeah. I changed, you know, I couldn't be that way. I couldn't go home and be vulgar at work and then come home and be vulgar. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely a guy's world in the Navy. Yeah. And it was good though, because it made me go through so many experiences in such a fast period of time that I grew really fast as a person. Yeah. And it's really hard. It was really hard. It was but it was really worth it and I wouldn't take it back and you know a lot of bad things happen a lot of tough times happened while I was in it in the Navy um not because of the Navy specifically but you know family and stuff yeah um but it, it, it was really hard it was I I hated it most of the time especially after I had my kid I did yeah yeah I'm sure um, that was tough and you spend a lot of time away from your family too when you're in the Navy Right. But I had, you know, I got to live in Guam and, and open up as a person. And I also got to leave my hometown. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people don't get to do that. And then they get stuck at home and they get stuck with the same people and they get stuck in the same things they did in high school. And I got to experience so much more. And right. I, you know, I don't want to go back home and do the same old thing. I want to explore more and keep exploring. Yeah. So it was a very good experience, even though it was tough. Yeah. No, I mean, I have so much respect for you for doing that. I mean, I would love to say it's something I can do, but I don't know if it is, you know, and I think that's just such a testament to who you are as a person. So, Oh my gosh. Thank you. Um, And I think it's also really interesting because a couple of these interviews I've done, I find out something new about the person that I'm interviewing and it's almost Mm -hmm. like that brought you to where you are today and that molded you into the person that you are now. So it's a very, very beautiful story. Um, so kind of like moving off topic, um, what is your favorite book and why? If you have a favorite book, because I know it's hard. Oh, I have a lot. Um, yeah. Can I share two? Sure, absolutely. So I don't spend too much time reading for my sp- myself. Most of yeah. the time I read for my business. But um, recently I found a book... I heard it on a podcast and it, it's Brita. It's okay. either Brita or Brita, but it's from Paulo Coelho. He wrote The Alchemist. Yes. I just read that on vacation. <laughs> His That other book is just so full of magic. And really, um, I never believed in soulmates or magic or any of that stuff until I met my husband. And when I met him, all these weird things started to happen. And I was yeah. like, what is this magical stuff? It's weird. I don't believe in this. Right. You just have to believe in it. Mm -hmm. And so that book is very much the same feeling that I felt when I first met my husband. Yeah. I mean, what's the name of it? B R I T A. uh, D A D A B R I D A. Yep. Okay. I'm going to read that because that sounds like it's right up my alley. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can relate a hundred percent because I never believed in like magic or, you know, your destiny or universe, the universe yes. bringing things mm-hmm. towards you until I met my husband, which exactly I think I felt myself like on the verge of it, like right before I met him. Cause like things were aligning in a way right. that I didn't see before that in, in my life. I never recognized it at least. And it was almost like an awakening. Like I met him, yes. and all these things started to just fall into place. And I think until someone goes through that, 
they don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, exactly. they almost think that you sound crazy, but yeah, <laughs> I'm a firm believer. And it's so nice that you have been through it because I think once it happens to you, then you start to notice it throughout everything. It, and that, I, nice. I feel that's how my art is now. Right. I feel it. It's not like, I don't write this stuff down. I listen and I feel around me and it just comes when it's supposed to come, you know, like it comes naturally, which yeah. is, is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's such, uh, you know, magic's great. I'd never believed in it, but you know, now right, once you right. believe in it, it's really awesome. Yeah. And I don't even think it's like the magic in a sense that people think like, Ooh, like uh-huh. abracadabra <laughs> magic. Like, right. Right. No, it's like things are happening to you for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, when I started my business, I don't know if I necessarily always thought, okay, I'm going to be a jewelry designer. I think I was right. do other things and it's like a stepping stone. You know what I mean? Yes. So just like you in the Navy, it's like, maybe that wasn't your passion. Maybe that wasn't the thing you were supposed to be known for, but maybe this was the thing you're supposed to be known for. It brought you right. there. Um, so it's really nice and interesting that you also went through that. Same. Yes. Um, if you weren't creating what do you think that you would be doing today? I don't, I don't know. Um, when I, before I got out of the Navy, I wanted to be a park ranger. Um, and it's still there a little bit, but I'd rather be with my kids. So I think maybe if I wasn't creating and I did leave home, I would be trying to be a park ranger. So you're definitely, you're into nature. You like being Absolutely. outside. Yes. Um, that's like your calling, you know? Yes. Um, and you know, going back to having kids and, and having a business, um, you know, how do you feel like sometimes when, okay, for instance, say they're sick or things are just, you know, not working out that week, right? How do you find it in you to still fulfill all your orders to still create to, you know, get dinner. I don't know if you're, you're the type that cooks every day, but get dinner on the table. Like, where do you pull that from? I think when, when the kids are sick, especially the little one, I, we, yeah. ha- I have to really stop, you know, cause she just wants to be held. And I think, you know, I will do the bare minimum to get through the day. If I have orders, I'll wait till they go to sleep. Right. Um, and, you know, we don't make a big fuss about dinner. Um, we've learned to, to use the least amount of brain power that we need to to get through things. Right. So simple just makes things so much easier. So if the kids are sick, you know, we'll eat sandwiches or cereal for dinner. And, and you know, we're okay with it. The kids are excited. So that's a win for me. Right. So just not stressing of right. having that American structure that you feel like you have to, you don't have to cook a pot roast every week. No. You don't have to, you don't have to eat meat every day. I mean, it's okay to eat a bowl of cereal for dinner. It's okay to eat nachos or chips and salsa. You know, they're eating, you're eating, right. you know, it doesn't matter what you're eating. I right. mean, as, you know, as long as it's natural, I mean, healthy. Um, and sometimes, you know, the dishes don't get done or I don't get to vacuum or the laundry's piling up, but eventually, you know, things will settle down and everything will get caught back up. 
Right. Exactly. And it's just a, it's a rhythm, you know, chaos and things working and chaos and, you know, going back and forth. Yeah. Just not stressing that things aren't perfect. Right. I, so, really I mean, helps. the reason why I kind of brought it up is my husband and I are thinking of starting a family. Um, I talk about it. I've talked about it in a few episodes where, you know, sometimes it's okay to say I can't handle everything. Yes. Especially when you are a business owner and it's okay to yes. say I need a little bit of help or, you yes. know, today I can't be as focused and determined as I was yesterday. I have Absolutely. to take care of other things. I have to take care of me. I have to take care of my family. Yes. Um, so the reason why I brought that up again is just because I love to hear the perspective of a parent and owning a business because I'm not a parent yet. I don't know what that's like. And I think a lot of the listeners might also feel the same way, or maybe they are a mom or a dad and they're thinking of starting a business and they're just not sure. Can I juggle all of this? Because life is hard on its own. And then you add a family and yeah, it's harder, you know, it- if you if you're a, a mother, a parent, and you're trying to do even if you're not a business owner, maybe you're working, you know, and then you come home. Every single one of us is doing the best that we can, right? And your best doesn't look like somebody else's best, right? And you should never compare yourself. I mean, gosh, being a mother and and having a child and looking on the internet and trying to figure out things. You just go through this thing where you compare yourself and they're like, well, they're doing this and they're doing that. And I should be doing this. No, it's whatever works in your house. Your right. family is, is, you know, we call it our team. That's our team. Our team matters first. We do what we can with our team and it's okay if it doesn't look like somebody else's. Right. I want to take a quick pause to talk about today's sponsor, the original scrap box experience creativity without the clutter. No more digging through bins and boxes to find that one specific tool that you need for a project. The original Scrapbox has made it their mission to combat the obstacles to creativity and help people spend more time doing what they love. Their hideaway workstations give you the ability to organize all of your tools and supplies in sight and within reach. You have to see it to believe it. Visit theoriginalscrapbox.com or visit them on Instagram at theoriginalscrapbox. Creativity awaits. Right now, use my code MERMAID to save $100 plus get free shipping, which is over $600 in savings on the Workbox 3.0, the Dream Box, or the Ultimate Sewing Box. Yep, that's right. Visit theoriginalscrapbox.com right now to save. Back on the topic of advice, if you could give my listeners some advice, whether it be with business or life, whatever. What would you tell them? For life, make sure you take care of yourself. Really, you know, take time for yourself. Have a cup of tea, have a bath, stand outside barefoot and and just absorb being outside and just take a break, you know? It's okay to take a break. And if you, you have to take care of yourself because you don't feel good. And if you don't feel good, you're going to, lash out on other people and your children and your husband and your friends. And, but definitely you need to take care of yourself. Right. Um, and it, it is, it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. And then as for a business, if you are not using Pinterest, <laughs> use Pinterest right now. <laughs> Cause I've got pins from like years ago when I was a different company name that are still going. And I remember matriarch. 
Yes, matriarch. Yep. Mm -hmm. And there's still pins. I I have a boot cuff that I made when my daughter was three that people were still asking me about that went viral. And I'm like, I don't even have the pattern anymore. So use Pinterest. Yeah. And it's, it's growing right now for people, for businesses that now they're starting to put the the attention on it and tell you to use it for your business. And and you really should, it's such a good asset. And, um, it's, it's grown my traffic 320% in the last six months. Wow. It's insane. Yes. It's insane. That's incredible. Yes. It's, it's really good. It's been great and it's easy, you know? And, yeah, and you can try harder and make it better, or you could start very bare minimum and just pin from your websites. But it is, it's great. It's a great asset. Right. Um, I'm, I definitely love Pinterest. I mean, <laughs> when I was uh, planning my wedding, I think I just literally yes. <laughs> found everything <laughs> on Pinterest and I would change it a little bit to be like more my style. But I mean, I use it for everything. Anytime I need to do something, it's the first place. And as far as, for Pinterest, I just created a Pinterest guide um, that has the best way for you to start off using a Pinterest account and how to optimize your pins and how to optimize your, your bio. Um, it's in my shop and it's very affordable and it's super easy to read. It's, uh, I would say it's eight pages, but I think there's only like maybe four or five pages of reading. So it's really fast, but it's step-by-step on how you can start optimizing your Pinterest for your business. Wow. That's great. I'm definitely going to go ahead and look at it and purchase it. I mean, that's awesome. Um, I guess I, you know, kind of relating to that, do you see yourself doing something other than um, just home decor or do you see yourself doing other things um, like branching out? That's been a struggle this year for me. Um, I keep telling myself, no, I don't, I don't want to do those things, but I keep getting put in these situations where I'm talking to somebody about Pinterest or I'm talking to somebody about Instagram. And I've been doing this for five years. Right. Instagram is my baby. You know, I, I'm, I've almost been on it for every day for five years. There's been right. points where I haven't, but I, I, I live Instagram, you know, almost. And I've learned how to not do it so much, but if somebody asks me a question about it, I just, I can't stop talking. So I feel like, I feel like I'll probably branch out, but it's not something I'm trying to do because I really want to focus on my art. Yeah. Cause I have seen you've done jewelry Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure (laughs) with like a welding background, a lot of that came very natural for you. Yeah. Um, I'm still trying to teach myself to do a lot of things. Um, so that's awesome that you could, you do have other avenues that you can go into. Um, um, yeah, I did take a metalsmithing class. I think it was in December and I made a ring and it was like, it was like, well, I do miss welding very much. And it, and it brought that all back to me and I went and purchased all the stuff and I set up the bezel for, or well, I didn't finish the bezel, but I, I set up a, you know, a ring, and my torch wasn't working. And so it's been like two months and I have all this stuff, but I haven't done it. I'm, I think I'm afraid to mess up. Right. So, but I think once I get into it, I think it'll be something I'll do and enjoy. Yeah. Because I saw, I think it was the ring I saw. Mm-hmm. 
um, it's beautiful. So thank I mean, you. I definitely think you should look into trying more of that because I would thank definitely well. I would buy it. I mean, it looked yeah. beautiful. Thank um, you. So really quickly, just tell my listeners where they could find you on social media um, or your website. Okay. Um, I'm on uh, Instagram and Pinterest is where I am all the time. And there you can find me at, uh, at Salt Hippie. And I'm on Twitter and I'm on Facebook. Um, a little bit on Snapchat. And, you know, anywhere you want to find me, I'm on, at, at Salt Hippie. But mostly Pinterest and Instagram. My website is salthippie.com. And I think that's about, that's it. Perfect. I love the name Salt Hippie. Thank you. But I can't believe it wasn't taken. That's so Me too. Did you read the story that I wrote? No, I I didn't read it. I I thought of it a year before I used it. And I had a second Instagram account and I put it in there and I held on to the name. Right. And then... I just sat on it and sat on it. And I'm like, cause I'm very impulsive sometimes. So I was like, I don't want to be impulsive about this. Right. And luckily it just it worked out. And once I branded and, you know, redid my branding and changed the name, it's like everything fell into place. Like this is right. who I was. And it, it was, it goes with the same thing when you were talking about having to unfollow everybody and do your own thing on Instagram. That yep. was the same time where I was like, noticing all these clicks on Instagram and I was noticing how I was changing my stuff to fit into these clips. Right. Clicks. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to be in these groups. No. I want to be my own thing and create my own thing in my own group in my own tribe. And so I just kind of let go of all that stuff. And it was the same time that I was going to the beach because my daughter had colic and I was having really bad health problems because of allergies. So we were going to the beach cause it healed me and my daughter. Yeah. And I spent months and months walking with her and her sleeping on my chest and being barefoot. And then I started collecting all this stuff and then, you know, salt hippie just, I mean, that's who I became. Right. It just came to you. And yes, I understand what you're saying about like, there was a time where I felt like I needed to be a part of like these giveaways on Instagram all the other jewelry designers were doing it. And I was like, wait a minute. I don't know these people. Like, I'm sure they're nice. I'm sure that they all have good intentions. We're all trying to do the same thing, but it's also like not me. And it just feel right. And I knew like, kind of like when I started this podcast, I'm like, people are gonna be like, why is this girl starting this podcast? You know what I mean? Like, who is she? You know, who does she think she is? But I just kind of said, you know what, I'm just going to do something that someone else wouldn't do. And exactly. Look at me like, you know, who does she think she is or whether people love it? I mean, either way, I'm following what I'm supposed to do. So I think it's great that you touched on that because I think a lot of times, especially people starting today, starting a business online, it's much different than it was for say you and I five years ago. Right. It's, it's very hard to find your own rhythm and it's very hard it because is. you want to ju- be just like everyone else. Cause you're like, that looks so great. Yeah. Um, but I think that's great that you brought that up. So that's it. That's everything. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much for doing this today. I, yes. I really appreciate it. Um, and I would love to collaborate in the future. I'm going yes. to, I'm definitely going to look at your Pinterest guide because okay that sounds great. And just the fact that it's brought you so much business in such a short period of time, that's amazing. And I think that everyone listening is going to benefit from that a lot. Awesome. Um, thank you for having me. 
And I'm so happy for you and your podcast and everything that you're doing Thank and how you like, you know, like we were talking about branching off. Right. I'm happy that you're doing your thing. And I feel like we're very on the same level. Right. Yeah. It was, it was really nice to talk to you in person. I I know. It's so nice to meet you because like technically we're not meeting, but see you and talk to you because we've talked so many times and I just, it's so different, you know? Yeah. Texting or messaging. It's like, or commenting. It's like you actually know the person now. So I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, guys, that's it for today. Sophie is awesome. Please check out her incredible home decor by visiting at salt hippie on Instagram. I don't know about you guys, but everything that Sophie talked about today really resonated with me, especially taking a break and taking time for yourself. Um, It's so important to do so. So in order to keep this podcast going, reviews are very important. Please scroll down at the end of this episode and write me a positive review. I hope I am inspiring you to step outside your comfort zone and follow your passions in life. Again, I'm your host, Desiree Reinhard, signing off. I'm Sophie from Salt Hippie, and you are made for this. Tune in next week for a new episode, and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Show notes are found in the description and at mermaidforthis.com.